Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hello, Military Moms. Welcome to our Thanksgiving special of Military Mom Talk Radio. I'm Robin Boyd, in for Sandra Beck, and we wanted to present to you an encore of two shows we thought were particularly appropriate for the holiday season. Thanksgiving is traditionally a day for families gathering, sharing a special meal, and sharing prayers of thanks. Every week, Sandra and I strive to recognize what our military families do for our country. Not only the enlisted person's sacrifice, but the whole family who is also a part of that service to our country. Thanksgiving is a perfect time for us as a nation to express our thanks to our military troops and their families. Thank you for your service, for your dedication, and thank you for the job you are doing instead of sitting at your family's table. Our two encores both feature organizations that reach out to our military troops to show our appreciation for all they do. Later in the show we'll feature a portion of our visit with Debbie Nichols and Kristen Houston of the Military Children's Charities dedicated to enriching the lives of American service members' children. Given the reality of multiple deployments and separation, MCC recognizes that America's military children deserve to be appreciated and publicly recognized for their personal sacrifices on behalf of our nation. For these reasons, MCC endeavors to provide gifts to these children through the generosity of individual contributions, donations, and grants. But first, we'll revisit our conversation with Jula Jane of Operation G.I. Jane, dedicated to supporting deployed single mothers serving in the U.S. military. Now, the Pentagon reports that more than 155,000 women have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and among their ranks are more than 30,000 single mothers, a number that the military experts say is unprecedented. According to the U.S. Defense Department, there are more than 70,500 single parents on active duty in the U.S. military, comprising of about 5% of all service members. Operation G.I. Jane is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting deployed single mothers in the U.S. military saying thanks to them by helping these women communicate with their children via web technology. It's an awesome webcam. She describes it as Skype on steroids. <laughs> with airfare for much-needed visits home, with special kits for both mother and child, healing therapy, and career transitioning. 
what a gift. Let's listen to Jula. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Miss Jula Jane, before we get into Operation GI Jane and some of the other things um, that sure. you are participating in. Well, I am a defense contractor based in the United States, primarily in Atlanta and D.C., but um, myself, my partner, and our staff is all over the world. In fact, we were in Afghanistan. Um, I was there personally about a year or so ago. My team just came back this month, actually. They just finished deploying a major project all over 37 forward operating bases. So we're pretty much in and around everything that has to do with the military, and in doing so, we come in contact with a lot of deployed single women, deployed single mothers, and that's basically how Operation GI Jane was formed, just through finding a need and wanting to fill it. Well, and as the radio show's host, resident single mother of two kids, I applaud you because we need all the help we can get. And, you know, when you think of deployment and you think of serving in the military as a single mom of kids, uh, my heart and my hat goes out to the women who serve in this capacity and our single dads, too, because there's quite a few single dads um, out there serving as well. But let's talk about Operation G.I. Jane. Um, we, what does it do? Okay, we uh, Operation GI Jane is 100% dedicated to supporting deployed single mothers in the United States military. So basically, when a woman comes into our program, we we try and really find out what her greatest need is and meet it in all aspects. And it's not just women in a crucial need, but it's also satisfying whatever need they might have to keep the bond strong with their children. You know, I try to explain it to people. Imagine you're patriotic, you're serving your country, and now you're deployed for 12 months, sometimes longer, and you have young children at home and you're a single mom. Often, hopefully, the family care plan comes into play and everything goes well, but you're still separated. Now, there are a lot of times where the family care plan falls apart, even at the last minute. So... Operation GI Jane, basically we have five main programs that helps keep the mother-child bond strong, and beyond that, we try and help in any way we can. So we're not only doing fundraising so that the charity can support financially how we need to, but also partnering with companies and organizations worldwide. Uh, I, I can give you a fun example. There was this woman who uh, came through my office. We train about 50 military folks every week. Uh, my company, Cognizant International, does. And they come from all over the world. And there was a deployed single mother in our training program. And her instructor brought her into my office, and we chatted for the longest time. And she has been on – she was about to do her fourth deployment. So she's a career military professional, strong woman, really intelligent, well-spoken, really wonderful woman. And she was telling me about her children. She has two daughters who are probably young teens by now. And every time she's deployed, they go live with their godparents. And wow. one thing that moved me that I didn't really think about, you know, you know pretty much help that people need. Mm -hmm. But one thing I didn't consider was her daughter, uh, she's an African-American girl and needs her hair done every two weeks. So, but they can't afford it, and the godparents yeah. can't afford it either. So this is just a fun little thing that Operation G.I. Jane can do. They, we're going to step in, contact the hair salons in her immediate area, tell them about her, and 
you know, next thing you know, she'll have her hair done twice a month just like she needs, and that hair salon will have a little bit of PR. So it's a win-win. So Operation G.I. Jane isn't just about raising money and putting that money to work. It's about networking. Wow. And how would people find you, military women find you? Do you find them or do they seek you out? I'm sure. I know on your website you quote some statistics saying that the Pentagon reports more than 155,000 women have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and among their ranks there are more than 16,000 single mothers. That's, as you say, unprecedented. So are you finding these uh, out, this phenomenal number of, of people, or are they seeking you out in droves? Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, we have a huge launch party planned for Saturday, October 29th. We're calling Halloween Hoorah, and we have about it. 500 people coming, and we hope to raise around 100000 that night. And beyond just raising the money, it's creating more awareness. So uh, a lot of the media is involved. I've even heard talk of the Today Show, CNN, all the big players mm. might be coming into play. We have a you – know, it, it's going to be an over-the-top party with a special ops team repelling from the top of a hotel adjacent to us with IEDs going off, music. It's oh, my dancing. God. Yeah, it's fun. We're bringing in a lot of military brass and – you know, the socialites and the charity circuit, the people who love to come and bid on silent auction items and, you know, put well, no, in you. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a military-themed party. Everybody's decked out. You know, so the underlying message, though, is, of course, Operation G.I. Jane, which benefits yeah. directly from that event. So it's things like certain events every throughout the year, as well as reaching out to the family, family readiness divisions on different bases. Mm. So we're actively trying to create awareness, and we're also having people knock on our door. Oh, Jula. We want to hear a little bit more about this after the break. I'm talking with Jula Jane today from Operation GI Jane. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and after the break, more with Jula about her event in October, as well as all of the wonderful things she does all year long. Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible, even when surrounded by poopy divers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 Central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin. 
on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra, and I'm here with Robin and Doris, and we have just one of the most outstanding guests that we've had on in a long time today. Her name is Jula Jane, and she is part of Operation G.I. Jane, and they have this great party coming up, a fundraiser for single moms in the military. It's called the Halloween Hoorah, and um, yes, you can get tickets online at the site, which is OperationGIJane.com. You can go dance the night away. There'll be celebrities. Judges, you get to dress up as your favorite wartime hero, politician, or pinup girl. Uh, I um, love it. I, I love know. It. I would so love it. I would so love to go to this. Um, Julia, can you know, we make sure? Is it Operation Hyphen Org? Is that what's correct? That one's correct, as well as Operation GIJane.com. Oh, I wonderful. Both. Good. Because I was on one site and Sandra quoted another, so I wanted yep. to make sure we get all the URLs out there. Well, and there's just so many great things on this site, Jula. I mean, you've got this planes, trains, and automobiles, the personal shopper, healing hearts and minds, you know, um, helping single mom veterans transitioning from military service to a civilian career. I mean, this is not an easy deal. This is not just your typical let's sell a, a, you know, a sticker and give some women a few things. This is a big deal. Thank you. It's very important to us. Our mission ultimately is to... Keep the mother-child bond strong, and we feel those five programs are crucial to doing that. Um, the first one, Project OpenCom, we were lucky enough to partner with a company called PGI who basically has a new product called iMeet. It's uh, Skype on steroids. Coolest thing ever. Uh, you can The children can post their artwork from school, their tests, um, and the mom and the child interact with a URL, and they can enter that room online at any time, and it also notifies you in case you're not sitting at your computer. And they they share information. It's real time. They're looking right at each other, talking. The fun thing is picture on a holiday when all the family comes together and she's deployed, let's say, in Afghanistan. Her whole family's together, her children. The child gets a text message saying, Mom's in your room. Oh. Everybody goes back to the computer, and right there on the screen is Mom. She can watch them unwrap presents, eat the you know family dinner. It's really just very cool. So they're giving every deployed single mom a membership to iMeet, which is normally $70 a month. So that's quite a gift. 
Um, so that's Project OpenCom, one aspect of it. Of course, there's other things providing calling. So now, hold on, Julia, before you roll on into the next one. For for our single moms that are listening today that might want to be part of Project OpenCom, how do they do that? It's really simple. They can either email or call us. So Jane at operation-gijane.org, or our main number is 404-389-1460. That's all they have to do, call and tell us a little bit about themselves and, you know, who. basically our criteria is deployed single moms in the U.S. military. Okay. So if you're a deployed if you mom in the U.S. military, you can also go to militarymomtalkradio.com and we'll post that information on our site for you. Oh, fantastic. So then the other, another program, of, like you mentioned, planes, trains, and automobiles. So there's a lot of instances where a deployed single mom will be given a little bit of R&R, and she's sent back to her base. But let's say her base is in Georgia, but her children are living with their godparents in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. She may, may have the time off, but she may not have the money to fly them to her or her to them. So that's a big hardship. I mean, who wants to spend two weeks back home and you can't see your children? Oh, so yeah. we want to step in. <laughs> Depends in that on the week, but and, go ahead. <laughs> right, right. And you know, help them somehow bring them together. Plane, train, automobile, however we can make it happen. We want to make that happen. Or I've heard an instance where somebody came out of military service, finally found a job, but it was in another state, and her children were in yet another state. And so she moved, got the job, but she couldn't afford to bring her children back to her. So there, there's a lot of cases like that where we really we need to remain open you know we can't foresee every need that there is going to be but we want them to be able to come to us explain the situation and if we have the funding great if we don't have the funding we're going to pound the pavement to find a partner who will help make that happen with this kind of a program how much advance notice do you need if if all of a sudden someone gets a leave um, can they call you and have this turn around fairly quickly, or do you really need a couple of months in advance? Well, the goal is to be able to turn it around quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's why the fundraising effort is so important. So long as we have the funds in-house, we can make that decision right away and make it happen. If we don't, what might take a little more time is making phone calls and pounding on doors, saying, here's the situation, help us. Wow. And we're pretty persuasive. <laughs> I can imagine that anybody listening to your story is certainly going to want to be be on board with this. This is just an amazing program uh, or series of programs, and this is just uh, an incredible gift. What about your fundraising? Where Are you getting a lot of corporate support, or are you really person to person to person to person with some of some donations? Well, there is some corporate support. Um, my company ultimately is a platinum sponsor, if you will. It is my entire mission of everyone who works for Coggins International is this is our corporate charity, if you will. We put everything we have into supporting Operation GI Jane, and by doing that, a lot of the companies we do business with are following suit, and then it just gets bigger from there. I, I think it's important to do at least one major fundraising event per year and then multiple smaller events with mm-hmm. a lot of media attention. That's why I have special ops teams hanging off the side of buildings and things like that is to get enough people moved to action and involved and excited about it. You know, you can you can only do so much with words, but when you really get somebody 
feeling it and butterflies and goosebumps, that's when they reach into their pockets, if you will, and, and share the wealth. Wow. You put it so gracefully. Whenever I do fundraising for the, a lot of the charities that my company works for, I'm always like, if you make them cry, they'll write a check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sandra just gets right down there and just tells it like it is. <laughs> well, but, you know, it's, it's like when you cut to the chase on this stuff, it's like, you know, charities don't exist. They're not a charity, you know, by, you know, the big charity fairy. It's like people have to open up their wallets and they need to donate, and we can see by the Wounded Warriors um, exercise with that poster, you know, uh, $25 times whatever, 100 people or 100,000 people, whatever it was, you know, adds up to a lot of money, and then you have these big, giant hearts like Jula Jane and the entire team over here at Military Mom Talk Radio um, that open their hearts and their wallets and fund these charitable endeavors, and you know, and it, it can't be matched, and, and there's no way to say thank you, Jula, for what you do for these single moms. Um, and I know you don't do it for the thanks, but on behalf of everybody here at Military Mom Talk Radio and the women that listen to our show and write in, uh, thank you for honoring the single mothers in the military because that's something that I haven't, I haven't come across. I think you guys are the only ones that do that. I think so, yeah. I saw, you know, I saw and, a really big need for it. And thank you very much. You're very kind. I, I have a theory. I think if everybody in the world just took five minutes or five dollars and did something for some cause that meant something to them, what a world we would be in. You know, wow. so this one happens to move me and my whole team to action. So we're lucky, you know, to be able to do something. We're very excited about it. Mm. In the few minutes before the break, I think we should plug your company a little bit, Coggins International. What um, what kind of a firm is Coggins International? We have a 40-year history in fuels automation and systems integration. Basically, wherever the fuel goes, we go. So with the military, a lot of us have a funny little thing we like to say for the pilots, what would a pilot be without fuel? A pedestrian. <laughs> so we're <laughs> out there and everywhere. Wow, I have a, I have a, somebody I'm going to say that to next week on your behalf because there's nothing I like to do more than post the military. Especially and I think we have a lot of close fighter pilots who we adore and we keep in the sky. <laughs> with wow. Uh, so, so basically, we're not. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so this is where your connection came. You're you're actually providing fuel for a lot of the the military right, contracts. So therefore, right? yeah. Right, we're a defense contractor, so the Defense Logistics Agency is our number one customer. We're also in commercial aviation. Basically, anything that touches fuel touches fuel's automation. Uh, I'll give you just a quick basic example. Um, Picture a major jumbo jet airline, you know, touching down at an airport. Uh, A cart or a truck comes out to refuel the aircraft. In the past, he would be given a fuel ticket a piece of paper that they write down the fuel accountability on it. Mm-hmm. With what we're doing, fuels automation, it all becomes a handheld computer, everything's automated, so there's a lot less room for error all the way around. So we're doing that not just commercial aviation but throughout the military. I think uh, the product's in 700 military bases across the world. So you can see how we touch a lot of the military in just doing that we really have seen the need. Plus, my whole company is primarily ex-military. 
Wow. So they wow. know firsthand the need. I even, oh, quick story and mm-hmm. cut me off mm-hmm. if you need to. About a minute break, and a half. Yeah, we're at about a minute and a half. Okay. Um, I have a previously deployed single mother who works for me as an instructor. She lost custody of her daughter while she was deployed in Iraq because she was deemed an unfit mother. Oh, no. Because she was only because she was deployed. Yeah. Right. What? That does happen Every a lot. one of us, I'm sure the cackles on the back of our necks just went up hearing that. <laughs> really? We have a lot yeah. more to talk about with G.I. Jane and um, our our beautiful guest, Jula Jane from Coggins International. Um, you can find more information at OperationGIJane.com or it's operation hyphen. GIJane.org. Um, you'll be able to find a lot more on www.militarymomtalkradio.com because we're certainly going to be posting a lot more information and links to Jula's websites and a lot more about her information. Definitely check out our website and you can check the show page here on Toganet. You're also able to download our podcasts from iTunes and we want you to check us out on Facebook. Facebook. Yes, we're there as well. So uh, on the other side of the break, we'll have a little more with um, Jula Jane, and here come the tunes. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Tugginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. With your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com and then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriendit.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. You put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. 
Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Robin Boyd here with Sandra Beck and Doris Rivas Brecky with you today on a very, very busy show. We have two guests um, we want to introduce to you, uh, and we're so excited to hear more information about the Military Children's Charity in Santa Ana, California. We have Kristen Houston and Debbie Nichols with us. Kristen, are you there? Debbie? Oh, yes. Yes, I, yeah. hi, this is Kristen. I'm here. Uh, thank you so much, Sandra. Oh, welcome. you're quite welcome. Welcome, welcome. Kristen, you are um, the founding vice president, is that correct, among some other titles? Yes, that, that is correct. I came in, you know, very early in, early in the project, um, and I am currently the uh, founding vice president. Wonderful. Is it an organization where you probably wear many, many hats in the in the office? It depends on what day and which phone you answer. <laughs> oh yes, it definitely, and it's not my full time um, full time job either. We're a uh, a board that's driving this organization of all volunteers. There's no salaries involved, and most of us have other jobs. Wow! Wow! So, so you're very, very busy. Especially Indeed. with the holiday coming. Tell us a little bit um, about the organization itself. Um, it started when? Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, you know, just first want to thank you so much for the opportunity to be on this forum and to be able to share about Military Children's Charity and, you know, um, in preparation, I would say over the weekend, I started listening to your podcast, and I just couldn't stop. So oh. <laughs> you have a lot of great topics while I was getting ready for work or cutting watermelon. I just kept listening and um, really appreciate the topics that you bring. So um, when it, when it's, it's, no, we'll have yeah. you on every week if you're willing to do uh, that. <laughs> uh, Thank you for that, and hopefully through our, this partnership of having us on, we'll be able to share, you know, with others some of the great content that you have. But to get to your first question, I wanted to tell you a little bit about how this, you know, the seed of this idea got started, and I think it's very poignant to the, um, you know, to the entire mission of Military Children's Charity, which is to really enrich the lives of you know, the children of our service members and also acknowledge them for the sacrifices they make and, um it was started actually um, a little over a year ago, and it was started and co-founded by um, Isaiah, uh, a high schooler, a, you know, a teenager. He was 14 at the time, and his mother, Cherie, who's now the CEO. Um, but, but really how this came about is Isaiah got involved in a service project for school, and he chose that he was going to collect some gifts. Um, you know, for, for a charity of, of deployed American service members. And as he, you know, embarked on this project, um, one of the things that he did, he's an accomplished speaker, even as a teenager, but he went to his church and the pastor agreed to allow him to speak in front of a forum of, oh, a couple thousand. And so he told his very moving story about what it was like growing up as a, as a child of a military um, service member and the challenges that he faced. 
just, you know, not only from moving, but also, you know, absences of, of the parent being gone and the anxiety that maybe they wouldn't return home. And he was greeted with such a fantastic outpouring of support. Um, I know that I recall I was not there, but he even moved, you know, many male um, uh, parishioners and churchgoers to, to tears. And basically through this, he realized that, wow, the community really does care Mm-hmm. And this isn't something that they probably ever really thought about. They know that our, a lot of people are involved in, you know, in in you know war and serving sure. our country. But how that trickled down to the child of that um, service member wasn't likely something that really you know was in their awareness. And sure. so sure. he did very very well in the project. And by December of two thousand nine, um, he had collected a thousand four hundred and sixty gifts. My word. <laughs> and wow. people even walked up and gave him money and said, do what you need to do with this. Wow. And so, you know, that impact and the impact of delivering those gifts, I mean, from, from and it's all service, all service lines, um, uh, services, all branches, sorry, mm-hmm. was, you know, such, so overwhelming for him and the appreciation was so overwhelming. And I know it's not just for the gift itself, although that's just a lovely, you know, a lovely distraction, but, you know, to just be acknowledged for, you know, the world cares. We, we realize right. what you might be going through. I think that will live with them for a lifetime, you know, is what has dawned on me over the past year and a half. But the point being, he, he, he couldn't let go of that, and so he approached his mom, said, Mom, can you start a charity? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, you know, um, Cherie likes to take on, you know, huge and worthwhile projects because I've known her before before this time. And uh, so she, she went for it. And the the charity, as we share about it, just, you know, gets fantastic feedback. And I can tell you last year, holiday time, um, we we more than doubled that number to just a little over 3,000 gifts. And this year, we're, we're looking at our target of 10,000. I think we're going to hit it. Wow. Wow. And we should mention Cherie. We're uh, speaking of Cherie Navarro. Um, And is Isaiah and Cherie from Santa Ana? Is that where this Well, being military family, they moved around quite a bit. Well, sure, sure. So right now that's where they reside in Orange, California. I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How did they go about orchestrating the delivery of that first, um, that first, yeah, that that you know what that's that is a huge logistical question that I yeah. I'm so glad that you asked because receiving a gift is a logistic in in and of itself whether it's money or an item but to actually sort package connect with the the military which is actually a a huge point that I don't want to overlook you know even if people are aware of you know gosh, I would like to, you know, do something, acknowledge, to the connection between that thought and actually getting something to a child in the military is not an easy trick. So, so from, from that standpoint, the charity brings in a great service to, to, to the community who would like to say thank you. And logistically, we have an amazing company in um, Anaheim, OC Industrial that provides the transportation, the warehousing, 
even some staff to help sort, um, you know, the products. And we've even had companies give crates, which are very, very expensive, to be able to deliver those. So um, if you go on to our, our website, which you mentioned earlier, um, I think you'll see some pictures and on our Facebook fan page of military servicemen receiving gifts in these great big crates. And, yes, it's we've had some fantastic um, corporate support, and OC Industrial has headed that up, and they're located in Anaheim, one of their locations. Wow. And they give that all pro bono uh, in kind contribution. Wow. We definitely want to say thank you to Orange County Industrial. That really is a gift in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Do you work primarily with corporate sponsors, or do you have a majority of um, donors' con- contributions that fund? Because it's one thing to get all of these gifts, then comes the, the shipment of these, of these gifts. Right, right. Um, it is actually a combination. Um, we have... Companies, once they became aware of it, they said, gosh, we'll host a gift, you know, a gift collection effort. And so we have companies, we have churches, we have schools, um, we have, you know, other nonprofit organizations who, who give, um, items, ship items to us, or we mm-hmm. arrange for the, del- the receipt of that. So, and it's individuals. Wow. Um, Really, it, it touches everybody, and you know that's just you know everybody has compassion once they once once they learn of the challenges and the sacrifices. Sure. sure. So, yeah, it's a good world. <laughs> yeah. We have about three minutes before our break now, Debbie. How did you become involved with MCC? I became involved um, when I personally experienced when my. My daughter deployed. She's active Air Force presently. Mm-hmm. Um, when she deployed to Afghanistan, um, my husband and I, we had um, our granddaughters come and live with us. We moved them into our home. And that was our first experience of what deployment was all about and wow. that impact of not only for my husband and I, but also for my granddaughters. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, you know, I had no idea until when it was all over I thought, you know, why isn't there more organizations or something that's helping military families, you know, recognize some of these children and what they really experience? And um, I was introduced to um, military children's charity through the Red Cross Forum, which I felt really blessed for because it it enabled me to see what a great project they had, and it impacted my granddaughters. Um, In fact, my granddaughters are advisors on the board now. That's wonderful. um, It is wonderful, and it's it's a great thing because my granddaughters, when they received um, their gifts from Military Children's Charity, it made them feel that they were recognized for the service that their mother had was serving for the country. Uh, And it made them feel extremely special. So that is how, you know, I have become involved and um, really think it's a great um, organization. Well, you have personally been benefited by this, and so it's wonderful that the girls are able to give back. We're going to talk a little bit more later on in the show about that relationship that went from 
being a grandparent to being a, a guardian, <laughs> which a is guardian. a challenge in and of itself. Um, we'll talk with you uh, a little bit more about that at uh, a little bit later in the show. But in the meantime, we're going to get ready for a break. We have Kristen Houston and Debbie Nichols from the Military Children's Charity. We're here with Sandra Beck and Doris Rivas Brecky. We'll be back on Military Mom Talk Radio in just a minute. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Season Me is on Toginet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not-so-serious call-in show with Cecil Murphy and Twyla Belk. Tuesday nights at 8, 7 central on toginet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody Gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy, that's P-H-E-Y dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcomed. A chance to get everything out in the open. From questions about writing, to surviving sexual abuse, to the topics of the day. All from a Christian worldview, to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk. Tuesday evenings at 8, 7 central on Toginet.com. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on Toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hello, military moms and families and everyone out there. This is Robin Boyd with you um, today on Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Doris Rivas Brecky. We have Kristen Houston and Debbie Nichols today, um, and we're so glad to learn more uh, about this, this organization doing so many good things. And, Debbie, your daughter is um, an Air Force soldier. Yes, yeah, she Yes, she's a, she just became a master sergeant. 
Congratulations. <laughs> I know. Just we're very, <laughs> yeah, we're very proud of her. Um, she's wow. been in 15 years. Wow. Wow. I know. And she has <laughs> two daughters. Yes, she does. She has two daughters. Um, their ages now are 14 and 10. Um, when she deployed, they were 10 and 6 at the mm-hmm. time. And my daughter had just become divorced maybe a year prior. And um, I was clueless <laughs> what I was in for <laughs> on the word deployment. I had no idea. Um, Pretty much her career in the her career path was a non deployable one, and then after September 11th, many things changed. And so, you know, she always kind of said, "Well, mom, someday I could deploy." And I thought it'd be like going TDY, you know, sure. doing some type of training. That's what I thought. Uh, we had no background whatsoever. Wow. So for myself, um, you know, when she she said that you know that she could possibly deploy, I said, "Oh, we'll just figure that out when it happens to us." And uh, about 30 days later, um, she called us up and said, you know, I'm coming home for Christmas. It's the first Christmas I've been able to spend with the family in years because of where her location was. And she said, and Mom, I just got my um, deployment. I'm going to Afghanistan January 1. (gasps) And I just, I was like, am I hearing correctly? That's the first thing I thought. Uh, and then I thought, oh, my God, this means that my grandchildren are um, going to come live with us. And wow. it, it just kind of, uh, everything went through my head. Uh, my head was spinning because I, I really didn't know what I was in for. And they were not living near you. It, no. Near you either. So it's no. not like... The girls coming to Grandma's house is not just like an everyday occurrence. Exactly. They would only come and visit us maybe once a year um, wow. or twice a year if we were lucky on vacation. So, But my daughter, I will say, um, I, I give her so much credit. She prepared the children a lot. She talked about the possibility of deployment, and if that happened, then they, they would come to live with us. And the eldest one was excited about that. The youngest one was pretty little, and she just didn't really connect the dots, you know. Sure, sure. This probably might be a little bit of a private question, but um, if you care to answer it, when you do this, do you legally take on guardianship, or are you still grandma and mom? Well, then you mean, or now? Well, then when she was deployed, when your daughter was deployed, did she actually give you guardianship so you could make those those decisions if the girls needed medical attention, if the girls needed permission slips or whatever? Okay. We everything. The responsibility became my husband's and my responsibility. And that's kind of a hard thing when you're a parent thinking, Oh my goodness, this is my grandchildren. Now I am right. totally responsible for right. and I was a you know, my husband and I were both working empty nesters and had not had children in the home for thirteen years. Sure. Wow. So that was really Talk about a taste of freedom, man. Oh man, we were having fun. <laughs> and then we got sucked back. No. <laughs> Well, and, and I just it, think of logistics as far as legal things, and I'm always thinking whenever I do an event, I'm always I'm always the one who brings up liability, and I'm always the one. Oh, so, I know. You know, I'm always the one that brings up yeah. wow, break for your kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, 
Yes, and you always hope that nothing's going to happen under your watch as, well, when you're the guardian. Not. Right. You know? Yes. Who gets the first broken arm and who gets the uh-huh. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I mean, we didn't have a broken arm, but we did have a, an injury. And, yes, uh, I remember that thinking, okay, how are we going to even contact her? Because it was not easy communication when she right. was deployed whatsoever. And um, she found out many days later. But um, th- those were just the things. It's a heavy responsibility. But I was determined that I wanted to make it a positive one for all of us. Oh, sure. And that that was our goal. And it is hard because you do have to say, all right, I'm doing this, and you get the emotional bit out, but then you do have to say, all right, I need to protect the girls, I need to protect my daughter, and I need to be able to have the legal ability to enact if something is necessary. And that's just one of those details that you've got to get out in the open, and you've got to make sure that you take care of that. Um, yes. It must have been a real challenge for the girls to move. Was it Arizona that they live in? Yes. Had to they had to move to California. They had only been in Arizona for six months, and oh, my that's God. when my daughter deployed again. And, and so when she deployed, then we moved the children into, you know, our home, and it was in um, January. So, you know, school was already in session, mm. and we. one thing they were excited about is that they were going to the school their mother went to school with, and so they were very excited about that, mm. yeah, which I think that's pretty special. And, um, you know, but it, it was challenging because we were not near a military base, and um, the school system and administration was, totally unfamiliar of what um, deployed children needed and required. Yeah, right. Uh, that was something that, you know, uh, I, and I think at that point we really didn't know what all we needed because we were all kind of just in that realm at that time where there wasn't a lot of information. There's more information for families now. Yeah. Debbie, I want to make sure we uh, put the book title out there. It's Deployed. Grandparents yes. being parents. Um, right. You have a website because uh, we're about three minutes to the end already. This okay. Um, my um, my website is families, just like F A M I L I E S called D A L L E D to T O duty D U T Y um, dot com. Uh, it houses. My our, my book, Deployed, um, Grandparents Being Parents, that also houses my granddaughters. They wrote their side of the story, Deployed oh, Kids. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, we wanted to share that. When they were able to, they wanted to share um, what it's like to be a deployed child. Oh, and, my gosh. And so now we have a little bit of a book uh, project that we're working on to supply books to military um, families. That's our next goal. So um, the information is to help military families have some some type of support if they're dealing in deployment or reintegrating. We know the challenges of what we faced. Oh, I am so encouraging everybody to check this out and go to familiescalledtoduty.com so that you can check out Debbie Nichols' book. We also want to make sure that everyone checks in at www.militarycharity.org, and I think I just had a beep. So That's um, okay. Militarychildrenscharity.org. .org. And um, I'm sure that you are 
certain uh, gifts. You are welcoming donations, um, and they can, if you are in the Anaheim area, you're going to want to go to Orange County Windustrial. Um, they're on South Alex Street in Anaheim, California. And we want to thank both Debbie Nichols and Kristen Houston for a wonderful hour. It is. We always love the opportunity to share music on this show. And in thinking about messages of thanks, I found a beautiful message written by a woman named Helene Cronin. Her song entitled Lucky Me shares a true life situation where she met a soldier at the airport while going home from a trip. It gives perspective to the gift we are given every day by our military and that we as a nation should always be giving our thanks. For Sandra Beck, I'm Robin Boyd, wishing you and your family blessings of peace. We'll see you next week on Military Mom Talk Radio. Stood in line beside a soldier at the airport ticket counter, catching flights out of Tennessee. We made a little easy conversation. I asked his destination, another tour of duty in the Middle East. Then he asked me where I was headed to. When I answered home, he just said, lucky I thought lucky me He's right I sleep in my own bed at night I am safe And I am warm When he's wide awake In a uniform Lucky me While he fights a war I live the life He's fighting for He is brave I am a free silent and all I heard echoing from those two words were all the things he did not say that he's lonely and scared battle scarred family back home praying hard he never knows if he'll see another day but he has head and looked me in the eye right there in those two words I could hear a soldier's pride and I thought lucky me that's right I sleep in my own bed at night I am safe and my family's warm when he's wide awake in a uniform lucky me while he fights a war, I live the life he's fighting for. He is the brave, I am the free. Lucky me. I tried to thank him before we parted ways, but the best I could do. Tear rolling 
lucky me. That's right. Freedom comes at a heavy price, and we don't all pay our equal share or know what it's like over there. Lucky us, the ones at home, while others go to the battle zone. They are the brave. We are the Thank you for being part of Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com with Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here each week to provide a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. For more information on the show or Sandra and Robin, go to MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. This is their mission, helping military moms. So join us again next Monday for Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd Monday afternoons, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Toginet.